Hello once again, everyone. Today is Yod 10, 11, 23, Yod, also known as July 16th, 2020. This is also the completion of the 12th day of our 50 days of pursuing the face of Yahweh, getting rid of the distractions that would hinder us from being able to hear. Now, there's some things that, uh, you know, we can't declare everything's a distraction, of course, but there's some things you know that uh, kind of gnaw at you, get your attention to keep you engaged in, in a way that uh, you cannot uh, focus on what you always want you to see. Uh, sometimes he's very, um, if you will, in your face <laughs> and even loud. Sometimes he's he's wanting you to see in another perspective and he's more silent, if you will, in his in his speaking. He's more of you exploring with your face of remembrance and different things. I had that experience today. I had the great privilege of my brother uh, joining me today on a um, annual little little uh, day trip that I do. I've been doing it for a number of years, and it's been with my uh, oldest grandchild, and he's he is now uh, thirteen, just turned thirteen. I mentioned all my grandchildren. We got a new one, of course, and so we have five grandsons and five granddaughters. And so uh, he asked this year if two of the older grandsons could join him. He's a, a Braden, our oldest grandchild. He's 13, like I just mentioned. Exceptional young man. He, he just um, he carries himself so well. Wanted his younger um, cousins to come. This one that's uh, uh, five. I'm sorry. Well, one that's seven is Sawyer, and one that's five is Emery. And just neat little guys. And so. My brother joined me, and so we went on a little, uh, uh, which is unusual. My brother usually doesn't go on it, and these other guys don't go on it. And so it's usually just Braden and I. We've been doing that for years. But he said, let's, let's have them join us. So we go on a little uh, a day excursion, doing something. And so sometimes it's a, a canoe trip. You know, it's July, so a canoe trip or something unusual, something a little different away from uh, from our home. And so um, today we left out early. My brother met us, and we went up to our hometown and where we were originally, where our, where we were, where our hometown now is Mobile and the area here where my brother lives and across the bay in Spanish Fort. But I, um, you know, it's where we were, we both grew up in the area of Bruton, Alabama. And so our parents are, are, are buried there in a small country cemetery. And so it's kind of like uh, in this particular cemetery, it's kind of the, the, the kin folks' responsibility to take care of their own. Uh, the folks' grave area, and we don't go up there um, very often, so at all. So, uh, you know, we kind of feel bad about that. But uh, what we want to do, you know, we want to be responsible for that. So, uh, my brother and I, uh, we took the little guys went, went went with us, and we get to tell them a little bit of the history of where you're from, and some, some things, and why uh, our paths have, have gone this path. And they're they're little guys, and but uh, of course, Braden's thirteen now, more interested. And so we, we cleaned up the uh, graves, and uh, we declared Kaiolam, of course, uh, uh, all the, about you know everlasting life, not just eternal life, but everlasting life. But we tell them a little bit of the history, things of what uh, of where we're from there. Uh, we wanted to go, go do some creeks, uh, get in the creeks here and do a little swimming, but the, a lot of rain, and so we weren't able to do that. So, but we we, we noticed something in the little town. We, you know, we haven't been there in a long time. But we notice something when we go up there. Just usually go to the cemetery, clean the grave there area, and then come back home. And that's not through town. So um, 
we went through the town, and when we did, we saw, I don't know, just uh, poverty. Saw a, a town that once was uh, seemed vibrant and just uh, cleaned up and cared for had um, had lost its um, edge undoubtedly a long time ago. Of course, the COVID thing has really hit this. Uh, I didn't realize it. Some small towns like that, there was we we couldn't find a regular restaurant by a mom and pop job open. I'm sure there's some, but we didn't see them. A lot of them had gone out of business, and so uh, things have changed. And uh, I hear there's a lot of like um, uh, drug activity in even the small little towns like that. And we even put up on a uh, bridge just to look at one of the little creeks to see if we could possibly get down there. And it was a and it's horrible riding all over the bridge. It, that used to, people would have taken care of that. First of all, would have found out who's who's doing it and make sure that they corrected it. But no one cared. And I guess this um, horrible, horrible words all over. I didn't want my grandson to even see the words painted on this bridge. I'm going, what's happened to the community? You know, what's happened to the people? And y'all, we let me see through a face of of the past. You have a mindset of thinking some things are continue to be the way they are. But when certain people move out or pass away, that really cared. And those that come in line, either that they didn't raise some people right or people moved in or poverty hit or depression hit or drugs, things began to go down. And, and um, uh, it's just not the clean little town I remember. And it's just, um, you know, it just looked rough and kind of worn out and nothing really new much happening. Uh, and uh, it just used to not be that way. And people cared. Now, there's, there's little spots here and there. Uh, but areas that we remember was just really dilapidated. You know, there's a, I, I listened to a book one time on one of my long trips to Asia, and it uh, talked about trends, how how trends are set, how things change. You know, we're dealing with that with the COVID thing now to see how some things are changed and how how people will change with that. And it talked about the broken glass um, symbol, and he, they called it something else. But... Um, for instance, if you see a neighborhood where a house has a, a window pane that is broken and nobody fixes it, get ready. That neighborhood's going down. You might want to invest somewhere else or do something or move if people don't care anymore. And I just saw a lot of that today. Even the cemetery used to be well kept. And uh, even Jerry and I, was, that's my brother and, as, and one of our cousins, along with our great uncle, would even mow it when we were young guys about the age of Braden. And uh, we'd, we'd mow the cemetery ourselves. And, um, you know, just like the people have just lost some of the care. It, the cemetery hasn't been mowed, it doesn't appear, in the entire summer. I've never seen that before. It's always been taken care of. Something's happened in that region up there to lose heart or drugs or whatever the case. Some of the old-timers that cared are dying off. Some of those coming in, I don't know what they're doing, but... It is sad. So y'all has us look at the faces of his face of seeing some things that we think are still the way they were and they haven't. You know, when Jerry and I, people like us that did care, moved out, that didn't help because I care about my stuff. I care about things. I was taught that way. So uh, when people begin to move out of a place and there's no one to come in and replenish it. So later today, we went over to the little town of Fairhope uh, to do some other things and uh, it's just a town where people care, and things are new and clean and neat. It's a unique little town, uh, voted many times the top 
uh, two or three in the country to live for small towns goes and very organized, very strict about certain things, cleanliness, uh, order, uh, you name it. And uh, it just, you know, it just really neat. A lot of the people there drive the golf carts around the town just to keep for the sake of, uh, of cleanliness and parking and you name it. But um, it's not really a resort town, but uh, it, it feels that way. And there's a resort close by. But I'm just telling you about how y'all had me look today, uh, and, and and how we would how I was telling our, our my grandchildren about some of that, and that our parents weren't like that, and we weren't like that. So something's happened in the past, I guess, ten years that caused it. And now I'm sure some of my friends that live there in certain areas say, "Well, you didn't see our part." And I'm I'm that's true. We drove through, but the normal areas we drove through had really really. Uh, kind of fallen by the wayside. We saw evidence of even games type symbols in this little town. But y'all had me look at certain things and say, we have certain mindsets. He said, I want you to look from a different way and I want you to see how so important it is to pass down uh, integrity, character, and strength, and guidance, and, and that, that you stay with it, that the legacy will remain, you know? And it, uh, you you look through the eyes of Yahweh of saying, hold integrity up. You know, I was telling myself, my grandson, Braden, I said, son, you remind me in your way you handle things as Daniel. So I told him to try to read the book of Daniel this week if he could. And he said, yes, sir, I will. Well, that's my little story today. A long day, but it was a great day. Uh, despite what I saw, it was still I spent time with my grandsons and my brother. What a wonderful day. Blessings over your day. Shalom.